things to learn for me here. <laughs> <coughs> so I'm very happy to be with you here. And also I'm very uh, feel very honored uh, to be with you here. And um, I also feel very lucky to be with you here <laughs> because uh, <coughs> my flight, you know, they're running on the runway. And um, it was about uh, to take off a runway. But I slowed down and I said, oh, something wrong. We fix it maybe five minutes. <laughs> 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 so it took five hours, but then <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> so I will take another flight. So I feel very lucky to see you here. <laughs> Not easy to see you here again. <clears throat> and also I must express my deepest appreciation of my Dharma brother, Steve, in his great kindness. Invited me to join him to to teach to co-teach with him. So he did a lot. Of, uh, we owe a lot to him. Uh, he did a lot of good things for me and for my family and uh, for my country. Uh, he doing another big projects, school projects, and um, nunnery and monastery clinics for people in need in Burma. So honestly, I owe a lot to him. <coughs> so today, I'm thinking uh, to discuss about the happiness <laughs> because the people always looking for happiness. <laughs> but this happiness is uh, from the, the Vipassana point of view. Mm. So genuine happiness or we call the Abhya Seka Sukha. That means Pure happiness without additive. <laughs> so regarding this point, I would like to uh, uh, tell you a sh brief story. Uh, one day, one morning, <coughs> the Buddha was sitting under a tree. on the bare drying leaves. So wind is blowing from all directions. The coldest week of the year. So in India, there's a coldest week. In Buddha time, we call Antarataka. Antarataka means the four day of the the last uh, for the last four days of the year and the first 
holiday or the next year, New Year. So altogether eight days in between. So maybe the December 26 to January 4th. <laughs> so this eight, eight days called Antarctica, the coldest days, the winds blowing from all directions. So Antarctica is very well known weeks, you know, for its the low temperature in India in old days, Buddha times. <laughs> so in that days, the Buddha was sitting under a tree, practicing meditation. So winds blowing from all directions. So very cold, early morning also. Then the Mr. Hataka passed by and I saw the Buddha mm, sitting under the tree, so he is kind of pity. And so he brought the Buddha. Buddha, uh, did you have good sleep last night? And then the Buddha said, yes, I'm the one. I'm the one of those who have good sleep in the world. And so the, the Buddha's answer is a very, <laughs> you know, the kind of exaggerated. <laughs> so then Mr. Hataka is a, was very uh, skeptical. So this, uh, this is uh, the coldest week in the year, or the year. So wind blowing from all directions, you are sitting under the tree and uh, just on the bare drying leaves. How did you have good sleep last night? Then the Buddha said, Hataka, you think only the rich people, like <coughs> millionaire, billionaire, they can have uh, good sleep? Suppose, for example, Hataka, there is a very rich person, for example, millionaire or billionaire, you know. He has very good house, luxury house, and a very beautiful room. And he is enjoying the romantic night. He, he is waited by pretty and young women, four young women, <coughs> under the candlelight. So very romantic candlelight. <laughs> you know the Buddha's used to be prince, he enjoyed sensual pleasure until 29. You know, he know very well how the people enjoying their romantic life. <laughs> so he, he, he mentioned very detailed how the millionaire enjoying the romantic life. I just gave you the brief, brief. <laughs> <coughs> So then the Buddha asked, Hataka, you think that gentleman, that uh, millionaire, <coughs> had a good sleep or with a great happiness? So Hataka said, how do you think what his, what's his response? <laughs> he said, of course, sir. He must have good sleep and uh, great happiness because he's millionaire. Oh, very beautiful girls waiting for him. So he must have 
good sleep, <laughs> right? <coughs> then the Buddha said, no, Hataka. Actually, he is just struggling to satisfy his senses. He just trying to satisfy his sensual and sexual urge. Hataka, I have no more such sensual or sexual art. I don't need to satisfy the senses. So I'm the one who has you know great happiness. I'm the one I'm one of those who have you know the uh, good sleep in the world. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> For you, <coughs> so the, there's a uh, two kinds of happiness. The Buddha said, "Bhyasika sukha and abhyasika sukha." Bhyasika sukha means, if I literally translate it, is uh, happiness with the additives, like the like the frozen food, for example, meat. And the Chinese restaurant, you know, <laughs> they they keep meat in their frozen, <laughs> frozen, you know, freezer for for months, you know. So finally, meat no more taste. <laughs> and they put seasoning powder and uh, amaji, uh, ad, um, uh, ajinomoto, something like this, <laughs> to 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 make the meat tasty. So the meat becomes tasty, but they're not genuine taste. There's a lot of additives, a lot of uh, artificial flavors. So in the same way, there's a kind of happiness with the additives. So the Buddha said that Miliana, his happiness is with the additive. For him to be happy, he need luxury house, Right? Luxurious bed, uh, elegant rooms, candlelight, mm. and a very soft bed, mm. bed sheet, beautiful bed sheet, not to mention the beautiful partners. <laughs> <coughs> so, without these things, without these phenomena, there can, cannot be. Uh, happiness for him, right? So his happiness is uh, not genuine happiness, like the frozen meat <laughs> in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Need to put a lot of amaji <laughs> and uh, ajinomoto eh, to make it tasty. So for Miliana to be happy, he need a lot of requirements. So that type of happiness is, the Buddha said, the Pyasega Sukha, uh, happiness with the additives. Without additive, there cannot be no happiness. And then um, he actually just satisfying his senses. That's it. 
that's all about his happiness. So the Buddha said, I, I already eradicated all <coughs> mental defilements, all sensory arch. So I don't need to satisfy my senses. I'm just genuinely happy. So th that such kind of happiness is called genuine happiness. Mm. Or pure happiness, literally we call abhya, sega, sukha. That means uh, happiness without additives, <laughs> without ajinomodo. <laughs> <coughs> So the regarding this happiness, so today I would like to explain uh, the happiness, what the Buddha means you know, from Vipassana point of view. So as you know, when we practice Vipassana, we have to observe the our own mind and body present phenomena. So in Pali we call uh, this Pali term, term is a very technical term in Atta Pachaka. So I would like to explain this word. Uh, from practical point of view. So Adami own, Pachakami present, own present. So we supposed to be present with our own mind and body. That's all about Vipassana practice. So Adha Pachaka. So Pachaka is literally Pacha Eka, two words. Pacha come from Pati, Pati me against. Eka me eyes. Against the eyes. Against the eyes. That means under your eyes. Under your eyes means what you can directly experience. Or under your eyes me present. Under me self or own. So the, the object must be your own. And also that must be present. So you own the cars, house, and a diamond ring, and many things <laughs> you own. <laughs> Actually, they are not your, your own. For, for many reasons. For example, in old days, people have no bank or no place to keep, you know, the valuable things. So they normally keep the, uh, the jewelry and uh, gold and diamond underground. So you keep the diamond underground. And then somebody took it away, you, you didn't know. Then you cannot be said you, you own that diamond, right? Although you think you, you own your, that diamond. 
or maybe for years, for some reason, you forgot. You do, you you no longer remember. You you keep your your diamond somewhere underground. Then also, you cannot be said you own that diamond any any longer, right? <coughs> if you forget, or if you never think about that diamond anymore, then also you cannot be said you own that diamond diamond. So we own something. That means only when we think about that things, or only when we make use of that things. Or if we are thinking something else, or we are somewhere, we do, don't make use of that things, that cannot be said our own. So we have cars, you have cars, but if you don't use, or you forget it, <laughs> or you never think of that your, your car, you never make use of your car, then legally you own your, that car, but actually you are, you can always say you own that car. Finally, we, we all died, and somebody take our belongings. So our own is uh, not materials and external materials. Our own is all me, our mind and body. Okay. Present. Present me, for example, this year, present years, 2011 is a present. But not that, not real present. <laughs> this month, much, much. Is uh, also not present. This week also not present. But this day also not present. This hour also not present. Present me this moment. This moment means next moment, moment by moment, right? <laughs> present me moment by moment. Oh me, your mind and body. So the vipassana object is only two characteristics own and present only two so we are we must be present with our own mind and body we must be present we must be in the present with our own mind and body that's all about vipassana practice very, very simple right <coughs> Maybe not very easy. <laughs> Suppose, for example, you know, four people sitting in a coffee shop, for example, Starbucks, you know, <laughs> with a, a cup of coffee each in their hand. Maybe one of them thinking about the, um, suppose, you know, uh, the retirement plan, 10 years. <laughs> and the second one maybe thinking about the, uh, the his wedding next, next month. And then the third one thinking, maybe excited to have job interview. <laughs> <coughs> mm. So the last one, 
the fourth one maybe worry about family or financial situation, something like this. You know. So four people sitting in the same room, taking coffee together. But this is they are stranger though they, they sit in silence. So they are different people thinking about different things. They are not there. They are not in the coffee shop. They are somewhere in the past or in the future, right? <laughs> <coughs> so they suffer worry or anxiety or something like this. They cannot enjoy the coffee in their hand, right? Because they are somewhere in the past or somewhere in the future. They are not present with their own mind and body. So they, they cannot enjoy the coffee in their hand. They cannot enjoy the music that is playing. You know. And they cannot enjoy the cozy room. Right? So they, they lose the chance to enjoy the present phenomena. Because just because they, they are somewhere in the past, somewhere in the future, they are with something other than their own. So they are exposed to, to worry and anxiety, mental and physical distress. If they are in the present, they can enjoy the music, right? <laughs> They can enjoy the coffee in their hand. They can enjoy the cozy room. They can enjoy everything around. If they are in the present. But present me moment by moment, right? <coughs> this is not really real present, it's a conventional present. Even if they are conventional presence, present, they can enjoy they are time, they are coffee, the music. So this is a happiness we can experience when we are in the present. But if they are a moment by moment present, real present, they can become aware of the music, you know, the voice or tones, one by one, you know. So when you listen to somebody playing piano, you can hear tone, tone of voice, right? One by one. So if they are really in the present, moment by moment present, they will become aware of the music as a tone of voice, arising one by one then they no longer find the music or melody, <laughs> right? <laughs> you cannot find music anymore. <clears throat> so where the happiness gone? <laughs> <laughs> and if they are moment by moment present, 
they can find the bitter taste of the coffee. They, can, they don't even find the, what coffee is, just bitter taste. Not to mention whether the, it's a blessing or unpleasant. <laughs> <coughs> and also they can feel the warmth, the temperature. They cannot find that uh, the room is cozy or pleasant or no. So if they are not in the present, they cannot enjoy the coffee in their hand. If they are in the present, they can enjoy coffee in their hand. If they are really in the present, moment by moment present, they cannot find any <laughs> pleasure or displeasure there. <coughs> so you, you, you afraid, you lose <laughs> happiness. <laughs> <coughs> so the Buddha said the, the happiness you enjoy is uh, actually the happiness with additive. To be happy for us, we need coffee and we need music. So that happiness is uh, the happiness with additive. It's uh, just like the drug addict, you know. Drug addicts, uh, you know, uh, once I, I used to be a uh, teacher in a, in a rehabilitation center. So there's a drug addicts, young drug addicts, in old day, about 20 years ago. So they enjoying the drugs, you know. So drugs is a very, uh, at that time, in those days, drugs was a very you know, glorifying, oh, it's a heavenly bliss, something like this. So among the young people, drugs was believed, oh, it's a heavenly bliss. So, uh, so out of curiosity, I asked them, is drugs really blissful or really heavenly bliss you experience when you use the drug? I asked them. So they said, oh, no, 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 really, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He said, without drugs, we, we cannot survive. You know. We have very, very strong arch for drugs. You know. So the, when we use drugs, we release that arch. So that we des describe as the heavenly bliss. <laughs> so the, the happiness, the drug addicts enjoying is uh, not really happiness. It's just you know, the satisfying his uh, drug uh, arch, arch or drug. So the, in the same way, this, uh, the happiness uh, we normally enjoy is uh, like uh, the happiness that drug addict <laughs> have. <laughs> we trying to, you know, the uh, satisfy our senses. Uh, trying to satisfy our art. So this happiness is, that's why we call the 
the Buddha said this one is uh, inferior happiness. Because this kind of happiness is uh, preceded and uh, succeeded by, by a lot of trouble. So to enjoy coffee, we have to find money, we have to make money, <laughs> something like this. To have the luxury house, you know, we have to work hard and, uh, and to pay mortgage you know, every month, you know, we have to work hard. So the, this kind of happiness is uh, always preceded and uh, succeeded by the a lot of trouble, a lot of suffering. So that's why so the Buddha said this kind of happiness is uh, inferior happiness. But even though it is inferior happiness, if we are not in the present, we cannot enjoy even that inferior happiness. If we are in the past or in the future, we worry about this, worry about that. Then we cannot enjoy the coffee in our hand. We cannot enjoy the music. But if we are really in the present, and uh, we become aware of the music, what the music is, then we find just uh, music is just a tone of voice one by one. The coffee is just bitter taste. Then we don't we don't find anything. I know the pleasure and the sensory objects. So the Buddha said it is like the scratching an itch on our skin. You know. For example, we have itch on our skin. So that we have to scratch. So when we scratch the itch, it's, uh, there is a pleasure. <laughs> so we're happy in you know, scratching the, the itch. So in the same way, uh, we want to see something or someone beautiful. That's the itch. We enjoy seeing something or someone beautiful. That's scratching itch. The real happiness takes place when there is uh, no itch, no scratching. <laughs> so the Buddha said it is uh, like the lep leprous, uh, leprosy people. In India, there are a lot of people. Uh, in old days, you know, the many people have, you know, the Leprosy, you know the leprosy. Yeah. <coughs> in tropical countries, it's uh, quite common, but uh, you cannot see people around here, leprosy people. So the Buddha gave that example. <laughs> you may not know the, how they feel, but uh, the Buddha said leprosy people, they always put by the fire. And they always sit by the fire. The fire is warm. And then their skin is always itchy. When they sit by the fire, they feel warm. They, itch, they feel, you know, very comfortable and happy. You know, if they cannot sit by the fire, 
defeat a horrible feeling, you know, the, uh, very horrible. So by sitting uh, uh, near the fire, they feel very pleasant. So the Buddha said, I have no itch, <laughs> no scratching, so that I have real happiness. So the such, uh, uh, I mean, the leprous person, he enjoying pleasure by sitting near the fire. But uh, the Buddha said, actually, he will find real happiness when there is uh, no leprosy and uh, no <laughs> scratching. <laughs> That's uh, real happiness. So when we are aware of the present phenomena, moment by moment, there is uh, no itch, no scratching. <laughs> But there's a real happiness, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> <coughs> so we want to listen the music that the itch. We enjoy the music that's scratching the itch. There is a happiness, there is a pleasure. That's uh, we call the conventional pleasure. Real pleasure, real happiness take place only when there is uh, no itch, no scratching. So we want to enjoy the papu and uh, we love someone or something, fragrance. And, uh, so we enjoy the fragrance smell. That's the itch and uh, scratching the itch the real happiness take place when there is uh, no itch, no scratching. <laughs> <clears throat> so we happy to see someone or something beautiful. It's uh, because of the, this is uh, like the itch. So we make everything beautiful. Uh, we, uh, we decorate our homes. We make our home beautiful. We enjoy the beautiful things. We go beautiful place, and uh, we enjoy the beautiful sceneries. So these are all itch and uh, scratching the itch. <laughs> so in the same way, we enjoy the sensual pleasure. These are all itch and uh, scratching the edge. So when we are in the present, real present, moment by moment present, we cannot find anything pleasurable. We can find mind and bodies rising and, rising and passing away, moment by moment, changing moment by moment. There is uh, no uh, pleasure or kind of happiness we are, we are pursuing. But a kind of real realization is uh, real happiness. That's a uh, personal happiness.
So if we are not in the present with our own mind and body, if we are in the past and the future, then we are exposed to worry and anxiety. We are subject to mental and physical distress. And we are away from inside knowledge and enlightenment. We cannot even enjoy coffee in our hand because we are somewhere in the past, somewhere in the future. We are not in the present. If we are not in the present with our own mind and body, with ourselves, <coughs> definitely we lose the great moment. We are just exposed to the worry and anxiety. And we are farther away from insight and enlightenment. If we are in the present, <coughs> conventional present, we can enjoy so many things around us. Uh, we can enjoy the coffee in our hand. We can overcome for that moment, we can overcome worry and anxiety. And then we can stop mental and physical distress. We are on the way to insight and enlightenment. And if we are really moment by moment present, we are right on the, on the noble path. If we are with our own mind and body in the present moment, we see the mental and the physical phenomena rising and passing away, changing moment by moment. Then we are on the noble path. We can enjoy the real happiness. Even if we are in the present, conventional present, we can enjoy the happiness. If we are in the present, we can enjoy happiness. If we are in the past and the future, or the, if we are with something else, other than our own mind and body, and we are definitely suffer worry and anxiety. So if we want to enjoy something, for example, we, we eat food. So if we think about something past and future, then we lose the great moment to enjoy the food, right? So if we want to enjoy the food, trying to be in the present, then we can enjoy the food. <laughs> Although you, you are on a very luxurious bed, if we are worried about in the past and the future, you cannot enjoy your time there. You just simply suffer worry and anxiety, mental and physical distress. So trying to be in the present, then we can enjoy the 
many things around. And they're trying to be in the moment by moment present. And then we can enjoy the superior happiness. <laughs> the Buddha says superior happiness. You know, superior happiness means panita sukha and hina sukha. Hina sukha means inferior happiness. That's uh, the happiness with additive. Panita uh, sukha means the superior happiness. So it is very important to be with our own mind and body in the present moment. Then we can enjoy two kinds of happiness. First, we can enjoy inferior happiness. <laughs> but that happiness is uh, what we are pursuing. And then if we go deeper level, and then we can enjoy superior happiness. <laughs> superior happiness is uh, like the durian fruits, you know. <laughs> durian fruits is a very, tastes very good, smell very good. <laughs> it's uh, too rich, but uh, not every people can enjoy it, right? <laughs> so in the same way, Normally, most of us enjoy the inferior happiness. <coughs> we enjoy sensual pleasure. We don't know how to enjoy the happiness beyond the sensual pleasure. That's uh, the Buddha's uh, vipassana happiness. And uh, amanusi rati. Manusi me human. Amanusi me beyond human. Redeem me pleasure. Amanusi redeem me pleasure beyond human. So it's like durian. <laughs> to durian. You, you may not know how to enjoy that pleasure. <laughs> because this one is a pleasure beyond the human pleasure. Amanusi redeem in Pali. So that we are all human, right? So we may not know how to enjoy the, the pleasure beyond human. <laughs> mm. But if you practice meditation, you, you will get a chance to enjoy that uh, pleasure beyond the human. So that we call amanusi, ready. Trying to be in the present. And then you can enjoy the sensory pleasure. Trying to be in the present moment by moment. Then you can enjoy celestial happiness. If you are not in the present, you are already exposed to the uh, worry and anxiety and mental and physical distress. So that doesn't mean uh, oh, you, we don't need to think about future, we don't need to plan for future, we don't need to learn something from the past. You know. I, I, and, uh, I don't mean that way. You know. We plan for the future, we learn something from the past. These are all matter of wisdom. It's not matter of time. 
we don't need much time. We don't need the, to spend the whole day to learn something from the past, from the, our mistake in the past. We don't need the whole day to plan for our future. It's a no matter of time, it's a matter of wisdom. If we have wisdom, if we are wise, if our mind is stable, our mind is concentrated, our mind is free from mental defilements, just a few minutes we need to take. We, we, may, we can make right decision. We can make perfect decision for future. We can learn the best lesson from the past. So the, oh, we don't need much time to, to learn something or to make plan, future plan. It's a matter of wisdom. So the trying to be in the present and then you will become smarter and wiser and you can make correct decision. We don't need to worry about present is something uh, in your hand, right? Present is something in our hand. Present is something manageable. Past is already gone. Something done cannot be undone. We can learn something from the past mistakes. But uh, we cannot do anything about that. And the future. No one can predict. We don't know next moment what happened. You know, you know Japan, they, they, they suffered the tsunami. <laughs> they, they, they could not predict it. You know. So the past and the future are not something belong to us. Present is something belong to us. Present is something manageable. Present is something our own. So trying to be in the present with our own mind and body, then you will find your life is manageable. And then you can, we can enjoy our lives, you know, the, at least inferior happiness. If we go further, deeper, and then we can enjoy, we can have we can experience the superior happiness. So here, I think about the, the same mentioned in a book. The one of the American writer, he, he wrote this uh, same in his books, you know, Success Secret. As a, I, I'm for, I, I, I can't remember his name. I don't remember his name. But uh, his saying is uh, still vivid on my memory. <laughs> he said, you know, the yard by yard, life is hard. Uh, inch by inch, uh, life is ninch. <laughs> so if you, if you plan your life, if you manage your life, you know, the yard by yard, Oh, you know, the very, <laughs> very hard, right? <laughs> if you plan your life inch by inch, it's a, you will find your life is an inch. Mm. So you think about past and the future too much. <coughs> then 
you will find your life is very hard because past and future is not something belong to us, not something manageable, not something real. Present is something real. Present is something manageable. Present is something belong to us. So trying to be in the present, trying to be with our mind and body, then we will find that life is a kind of niche. So I, I find the niche I don't know what the niche means. <laughs> so I check in the dictionary. <laughs> so N I C H E, right? N I C H E. Niche. 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 It's a the the it's a definition. It's a, a job or position most suitable to you. <laughs> niche. N I C H E. Well, the, I, I forgot his uh, writer's name, but uh, I still remember <laughs> he's he saying, you know, if you manage your life, year by year, you will find it very hard. If you manage your life inch by inch, you will find it as a niche, you know. <laughs> so he said, yard by yard, life is hard. Niche by niche. Niche by niche. <laughs> Uh, inch by inch, <laughs> life is niche. <laughs> so I want to put one more sentence <laughs> to it to in the end of that, you know the saying, because the vipassana practice is a moment by moment, <laughs> beyond inch by inch, <laughs> right? So that I want to put uh, a sentence, and you know, end of this saying. So the yard by yard, life is hard. Inch by inch, <laughs> life is niche. So moment by moment, life is moment by moment, life is bliss. You know, <laughs> is that good? <laughs> mm. So if we are in the present. We can enjoy many things around us. Last year, Steve is very kind, so he put me in a hotel you know, on the way back. Very good. At that time, my wife was, you know, the seriously ill, so he gave me a call before. So I was very good on a very good bed, you know, <laughs> but I cannot enjoy. <laughs> I'm thinking about how. Oh, if my wife dying or what happened to my family, I have to go back home, something like this, you know. Life is very hard, you know? <laughs> because I go somewhere in the future, not in the present. So uh, I remember, oh, I'm, I'm not in the present. I'm trying to be in the present. And then I can enjoy a very cozy room, you know. Oh, nice, you know. <laughs> and then I fall asleep. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> you know, life is like that. But now my, my wife, she's okay, you know. Nothing wrong with her. But we cannot predict future, right? Sometimes it's uh, a lot of scenarios, scenario, scenario uh, global warming and nuclear war, or something like this, you know. So we cannot predict future. It may not be bad, as we think, you know. <laughs> But anyway, one thing 
I'm sure is uh, if we are in the present, we can enjoy our lives, definitely. So when we eat food, trying to be in the present, and uh, you can enjoy your food, okay? And uh, if you are moment to moment present, we can, you can even enjoy the celestial happiness, the happiness beyond the human, you know, celestial happiness. You don't find food, any days, <laughs> but uh, there is happiness there. <laughs> That's a real happiness. There is a no itch, no scratching, but real happiness there. That's uh, what the Buddha's mean. So then, that's why the Buddha said, when you are going, trying to be aware you are going, right? So the Satipatthana Sutta very simple. When you are sitting, trying to be aware you are sitting. When you are walking, trying to be aware you are walking. If you are in the present that way with your own mind and body, at least you can enjoy the happiness you are pursuing. Or if you are really aware of the, your own mind and body, then you can enjoy the celestial happiness. No. So the, then you can enjoy the, the bliss, moment by moment. <laughs> Life is bliss. <coughs> but uh, today is not much time, so maybe some other day, I would like to explain how they become aware the moment by moment, how we can enjoy the bliss. But for today, I would like to share with you the, the three kinds of happiness. The first happiness is uh, we call the happiness with the additive. And the second happiness is, uh, mm, we call the inferior happiness. And that happiness is superior happiness, panita, panita sukha we call. And uh, if we are in the present, we can enjoy this happiness. We can even enjoy the superior happiness. <laughs> so the saying, is uh, something I would like to share with you. So, yap by yat, life is hard. <laughs> inch by inch, life is inch. The moment by moment, life is bliss. <laughs> Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.